Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hi, everyone. I'm Talia, attorney and co-host of the true crime podcast, Crimes and Consequences. Listen to Crimes and Consequences to hear your favorite true crime cases, plus many murder stories you've never heard before. At Crimes and Consequences, we dive deep into the details of the crime. So if you have a fascination with the morbid side of human nature, you're really going to want to check us out. Go to Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, and anywhere else you listen to your favorite true crime stories and subscribe to Crimes and Consequences, a hardcore true crime podcast. The Death of Sports. I'm Jason Horton. I'm Rebecca Lieb. And this is Ghost Town. I live very close to Dodger Stadium, and it's not obviously the same as it used to be, but I was talking to another close neighbor and he was very upset about baseball not being the same. And, you know, you can have your little cutout in the, the stands right now. Um, but we kept talking and he said, you know, all things as they are, they may have to do their disaster draft. Like who knows what will happen with COVID, with things, you know, we talk about Kobe Bryant earlier in this year, like it feels like everything is going haywire. And I was like, what is a disaster draft? Do you know what one is? I do not know, but I want to know. You want to know. You're ready to know. As soon as you say disaster or doomsday right? mm-hmm. or whatever, I'm in. Exactly. I had no idea that this was a thing. I'm not like a huge or avid sports fan, but there is something that every type of sport has. I just, again, found it out. It is called the disaster draft or the contingency draft. It is a recovery plan developed by Professional Sports League to rebuild a team's roster if too many of the players die or, I mean, get injured, mangled, cannot play. But mostly it's because there has been, and I'll talk about this, instances where a whole team has died and they have to scramble to recover. And again, when we talk about sports in general, we talk about money, we talk about commerce, unfortunately, you know, and such a tragedy and, you know, all the things that happen that would contribute to a tragedy like that. People want to see sports. Even now, people and want they to travel watch. together. Exactly. A lot or however it works. Yeah, exactly. So this disaster draft or contingency draft, what 
brought this kind of concept to fruition were two very tragic, very important plane crashes, as we were just talking about. It started with the Superga air disaster, which could honestly just be an episode itself. It's really fascinating, very sad. The Italian football team, Gran Torino, was set to win a fifth consecutive league title and flew to Lisbon for kind of a, a benefit match for another high-ranking like soccer football in Europe's uh, retirement party. So they got flown there. On May 4th, 1949, 18 football players on the team, five football club officials, one of which was their manager, who was a Hungarian Holocaust survivor, three journalists, four crew members, and the flight's travel organizer, and some guy that I don't really know his function, but he's part of this tally, all died when the plane crashed into a retaining wall at the back of the Basilica of Superga, which stands on a hill on the outskirts of Turin in Italy. Again, all 31 people on the flight died. Very sad really, really hard hitting. There were three people that missed the flight, a man who couldn't get his passport renewed, the president of the team who actually had the flu, but really wanted to be there. And then an injured player, which again, like I'm sure looking back on that, they have some feelings and thoughts, but obviously everyone was in shock that this happened. Two days later at the request of rival teams, Torino were proclaimed the winners of the 1948-1949 series A season. On the day of the funeral, half a million people took to the streets of Turin to say their goodbyes. The footage is incredibly sad. The following season, the other top Italian teams were asked to donate a player to Torino to kind of reconceptualize the team. The shock of the crash was such that the following year, the Italian national team traveled to the 1950 FIFA World Cup in Brazil by ship. So this is something that hit Italy incredibly hard. Everyone was really really invested, especially, you know, when you think about football in Europe, how Im- incredibly important it is to the to culture and just a horrible, horrible tragedy. Then seven years later, on December 9th, 1956, in one of the worst air disasters in Canadian history, 62 passengers were killed on Trans-Canada Airlines Flight 8110 from Vancouver to Calgary after encountering severe icing and turbulence over the mountains. The plane collided into Mount Slessy, I believe that's how you pronounce it, en route to Calgary. All 60 people on board, again, died, including five top players on the Saskatchewan Rough Riders football team returning home from a Vancouver game. Again, another horrible thing, not as big of a blow to a team per se, but a different place, similar idea of losing this team or part of a team and not knowing how to recover. Interestingly enough, during the delay before takeoff, six passengers purchased $265,570 in flight insurance. And after the crash, because conditions were so treacherous, Canadian authorities couldn't collect the bodies until snow melted. So the bodies just were left on the mountaintop for months. To make sure the bodies didn't get looted, Canada named Mount Slessy a provincial cemetery which meant that no one could climb or go up there and and no one could loot these people, these bodies that were in this devastating crash. So these two really horrific incidences paved the way for the disaster draft. Like you said, athletes travel together a lot. As a result of these incidences, and honestly like 10 other ones that were devastating where people lost you know, two to five players on a team, maybe not as specific as these. This is where all of these leagues develop the disaster recovery plan, should something absolutely horrible happen. The general expectation is to, when something happens to anybody, just in general, just 
to say what usually goes down is when a player leaves or dies or whatever, you get someone who's a free agent or from the minor leagues and bring them up to the major leagues. But it doesn't always go that way. Often a disaster plan is a closely guarded secret to not encourage anybody or anything to happen, do anything, not to give anyone any ideas. It's really hard to get the actual information for what each plan is, but there is a little bit for each one. But for the most part, if they are true, there's a lot more to them that are in place that we don't know about. So it kind of feels a little conspiratorial in a way, and that's really interesting to me. Let's take a little break. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hello. Hello. How are you? Hi. This is our weekly check-in. Hello. How's everything going? We just ate a lot of fried chicken. We did, but it's a place that's the last or second to last Mm -hmm. Pioneer Chicken. Yeah. So I went and took some photos like a weirdo, Mm -hmm. as I do. Yeah. And But I was like, well, I mean, I'm already here. Mm Mm-hmm. Can I get, should I get $50 worth of chicken? I'm kidding, it wasn't 50 The answer but is I, yes, more. It was more. more. It was $2,000 worth of chicken. So we did that. Yeah. And that killed the pain for a, a little bit. I a mean, second. my pants are very tight now, which is why if you if you feel a strain coming from my voice, it's, it's because it's fat logged. It's chicken fat logged. But I'm doing okay. It might help if you ate less fried chicken Mm-mm. and picked up a book. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll do it as long as I don't have to go for a jog. I mean, I can't. Also, the the fires here, the air quality is very bad. So. Well, you can take a mental jog through Los Angeles with the book oh. Abandoned in Historic Los Angeles, <laughs> Neon and Beyond. It is available for pre-order. It'll be out very, very soon. Amazon, Barnes & Noble, indie booksellers mm-hmm. doing a little giveaway. Go to ghosttownpod.com slash book. I have to do this for another couple of He's weeks. He's got to do it. Sorry, everybody. I appreciate it. Also, uh, I made a new YouTube video at youtube.com slash Jason Horton. also put a link about Action Park. And mm-hmm. this has some extra bonus footage that Class Action Park documentary does not have mm-hmm. from the director. So it's not just a, another Action yeah. Park episode. I was like, well, I got to bring something to the table. So if you can subscribe, hit the like button whatever it'd be super helpful mm-hmm. also patreon.com slash ghost town pod that's Bonus right episodes just put up a new one we are gonna have some more documentary based bonus episodes coming up and hello to our political leaders our leaders our mayors our aldermen and women the and brave governor. and governor the brave souls that populate and make sure ghost town stays in line Brandon Gaddis, Jeanette Link, Ben Forsyth, 
Lauren Pasick, and Ashley Matson, Governor Chris Witt. That those are those are, and it. then all all anyone else who's, who's supporting the Patreon, we appreciate it. Anyone who's listening, uh, thank you. We were just talking about how uh, you know, like we just want people to listen. <laughs> like that's we talk, it. We that's talk about really all this. Stu- I mean, all this stuff that's re- honestly really not important, and mm-hmm. the fact that you know people people listen or or you know reach out, and, and everyone's been really cool. Somebody actually just reached out and was like, "I saw some of the bad reviews you got," and he's like, "I like I don't get it," and I'm mm-hmm. like, "Well, you know." Thank you for. <laughs> I was like, it makes it worth it when somebody's like, "Huh, I don't, I don't get why you know you were not popular in high school. I don't mm. get it." And huh. I was like, well, I know why. I was very annoying, and uh, <laughs> I really uh, had nothing to bring to the table. So it's oh. probably had uh, something to do with it. So you know, there's that. I like that facade, though. Yeah, I like the belief is not the reality. I'm going to throw one more thing out there, please, because I've been in communication with somebody who is interested. If we have people that send us a lot of really great ideas. Definitely. It's, they're all great. There's mm-hmm. not one I saw. I was like, this is not interesting. They all are. There's so many things. But if you're somebody who's like, I also like to do the research on them, mm. which is probably my least favorite. Not that I don't like reading about it or like watching clip, whatever. It's me compiling the information. Is my probably my least. You love doing it. I love, I love doing you it. You love it. I do. I do. But you make a good point in that we only know so much I, we both love, you know, mining the internet for its richness, its strange jewels. But I think someone who has a wider scope of like the inner recesses of Reddit, stuff like that. Like there's things that you brought up, for example, that I'm like, oh my God, how did I not know that? things my brother that? tells me and I was just like, these are, and they end up in a lot of these mm-hmm. episodes. And if you're somebody who's like, you know what, there's a couple of topics I really like. I'm willing to do mm-hmm. the research, you know, obviously source it and don't just cut and paste it because mm-hmm. we could do that very yeah. easily ourselves oh, that would be sure we could put out five episodes a week if that was all it took definitely, uh, definitely. but if, if reach out to us if you're if you're somebody and then you know we can we can we can talk about it and how we could um make it worth your while mm-hmm. you know um, yeah i'm winking do they can they see me winking mm, <laughs> it's no. very creepy though you said wink and then i winked yeah yeah so that's that's where i'm at okay do i need more chicken no well, no, but I'm taking the rest with me. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. You forgot. I you did. probably were like, oh, I can't wait to eat that chicken later. Oh, God. Um, one thing I didn't forget, though, is a disaster draft. Very important. Will haunt me for a long, long time. Should we get back into Let's it? Let's get back into it. Okay. So I'm going to talk about now the specific disaster drafts, these contingency plans that each uh, sport has. We're going to start with the National Basketball Association. And I want to say again – the research that I do is there wasn't a lot out there. Like there was a little bit here and there. I pieced it together, brought it to you, but it's supposed to be very secretive. And like I said, for reasons uh, being, you don't want to give anyone any ideas. You don't want to encourage anything. You want to make sure this is as low profile as possible, which added to my intrigue. So the national. So we're going to talk about it. So here we are <laughs> over the airwaves. Um, if we don't talk about it, who will? We're heroes. The National Basketball Association's contingency plan is a disaster draft and activates if five or more players on a team die or are dismembered. That is the actual word. The NBA teams each get um, to protect five of their players, one of six to be drafted into the team that the disaster happened to. No more than one player would be drafted from a team. So when I say a disaster draft, I mean a draft that happens 
and the other teams that give a player or players have to kind of scramble and do their own thing dependent on what the sport entails for them. So that's what the National Basketball Association has to do. It's also crazy that when I when I kept reading about these things that they have to make a choice like that. Like teams have to be like, here are the players that I'm okay with getting rid of. Here are the players that I absolutely do not want to get rid of. And that is kind of specific to the National I think if you're on the team itself, that says something about you. Yeah. You know, I'm not on the team. Good. You're right. You'd get drafted in a second. They'd be like, let's get rid of Jason right now. He he doesn't even know the sport. Why is he here? He is the bench. Yes. (laughs) People were just sitting on him. Yeah. He's a human bench. Exactly. Let's let's give him to this team that has suffered a horrible So I think everyone who's on it is, is, you know, are primo players, Mm -hmm. but. You know, the, the the worst of the best. Yes, exactly. Or like depending on what a team needs kind of a thing. So the NFL now. The NFL has a near disaster and a disaster plan. Smart. A near disaster is defined as fewer than 15 players on a team being disabled. And a disaster is 15 or more. They don't talk about death specifically. Dis- disabled is the word that the NFL uses a lot. But you can kind of infer that it means more too. No special draft would be held for a near disaster. The team would play out the season but get preferential rights and any waivers until the end of the season. I did not know what a waiver was, but a waiver basically means that if a quarterback has died, for example, the team would be able to draft up two quarterbacks from any NFL team with three available or like enough that they have plus one for them. Of the three quarterback teams, each would have to would be able to protect their one and the drafted quarterbacks that would go to the team with the disaster would just return to their original team the following season. It's kind of like a athlete on loan for a disaster. The commissioner would determine whether to cancel the team's schedule for the season. If the team season is canceled, the team would have the first pick in everything. The next regular draft, then the other teams would be able to choose their players after that team has chosen. If not canceled, the near disaster procedures would be used. That which makes sense too, kind of a thing. But also not great if you're like, I've got this amazing team where the NFL, very high profile. When you think about a quarterback or like, you know, some of these players that are so key to a team's identity and then just like losing a couple of them. I imagine the pressure has got to be just thinking about it, the pressure of staying alive when mm-hmm. essentially you're, you know, a $30 million product in, in mm-hmm. a sense, or, you know, it's what you're, whatever you're worth and, and, in you know uh, sponsorships and and you know how much money you, you generate for for a team or a league or a corporation, mm-hmm. the pressure's got to be really high. Really yeah. high, yeah. There's a lot riding on that. We can't travel together anymore, so I think so. Yeah. I think we need a, pl- a plan. Yeah, I would say um, we'll discuss it after another bucket of chicken. Okay, we'll make sure. Very valuable. So let's move on to the National Hockey League. The NHL contingency plan activates if five or more players on a team are killed or disabled. In this case, the team would select players from other NHL teams, paying for all of this with funds from a special disaster insurance fund. I don't know where that money comes from. Feels very Canadian to me, but there's a lot of money that would help support the team, that would help with transfers of people and putting people up and making sure that it's as easy as possible. Once the team has a goalie and 14 players, then a special draft with the other teams would be held, with each team able to protect one goalie and 10 players. So the other ones, again, would be kind of up for grabs, but they would be able to at least like retain the teammates that they would want to retain after the special draft. So let's move on to Major League Soccer. Major League Soccer has what is referred to as an extreme hardship provision 
which can be used if a team has less than 15 available players, which is probably the nicest way anyone has put this. However, this is on a game-by-game basis, and any contingency plans that may exist are very, very top secret. Um, And I couldn't find much beyond that. Again, this is the one where it's like soccer, football, like this is the stuff where these things actually happened to team members. So this sector of sports more than any other is really, you know, opaque, very top secret, very like, we don't want you to know what's going to happen because again, we've, they've lived this very scary. Major league baseball is arguably the second most secretive out of all of them because so much power and decision goes in, in my research to the commissioner of baseball. So it can kind of be like whatever his call is. And we'll go through some of the rules, but it's at the end of the day, it's like, what, how does the commissioner feel? Who gets to go in that team based on what he says? Do we just cancel baseball that year? He has a ton of power. So the rule book says that in an event causing the death, dismemberment, or permanent disability of at least five players from a team's active, injured, or suspended roster during a season, including the playoffs, or at least six players during the offseason, Major League Baseball's commissioner will decide if the disabled club can continue to play in consultation with the MLB's Players Association and the club. So by club, it's team, which again, was I was like, oh yeah, I'm, I understand now. If the commissioner decides that the disabled club will continue to play, the commissioner holds a restocking draft to allow the disabled club to select as many players as it lost, with the restriction that no more than one player can be selected from each of the other teams in the league. Each of the non-disabled teams makes five players available for the draft, taken from its active list, if it's during the offseason from its reserve list, composed of one pitcher, one catcher, one outfielder, one infielder, and one more player of any position, subject to adjustments by the commissioner based on the players lost by the disabled club. So they have to just kind of make available whatever the team that lost players lost. Luckily, no baseball team has ever suffered a catastrophic plane crash. But this is baseball is very secretive because in 1960, a plane carrying the Minneapolis Lakers made an emergency landing in Iowa in like the middle of a cornfield. Nobody died or was hurt, but like they're the, the closest to that. So obviously, like, they're the most scared about it, I guess, as opposed to, like, the soccer football team. So those are the disaster draft contingency plans of sports leagues in the case of some team member losing a bunch of players. It's a scary thought, but I guess I'm glad that there's a plan in place in general because we need sports. We need our sports. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I'm not mm-hmm. a huge, you know, but I mean, I love, listen, I love Los Angeles and mm-hmm. I support LA teams and, you know, I'm happy for people that are excited for their teams and their, you know, hometown pride. Actually, I did uh, an episode on Strange Year. Mm-hmm. It was a very recent episode in 1999, but uh, Payne Stewart, who's a popular, was a popular golf personality not personality mm. player golf player i don't mm-hmm. know why i'm saying per- personality I yeah mean, he's a great personality he probably has a personality and is also a player he's not defined by one thing but just for one individual like all all the things that are at stake when somebody the reason i did the episode is not because somebody from golf died it's the, the circumstances around it were mm. very strange hence mm. strange year i'm not gonna tell you anymore mm. you gotta go find out for yourself oh i think they also have something with the royal family with that too where they Maybe. can't be in or is it something with high-ranking government officials where you just can't all be 
I think I heard about it with the royal family. Where you can't all be in the same plane because that's. I mean, music has always gotten hit. Like yeah. Leonard Skinner, for, for example. Sure. Like they, I mean, they've been a band for a very long time with almost no members since like 1977. And mm-hmm. listen, they pulled. That's great. Good. Yeah. Good for them. And then you know the day the music died. You mm-hmm. know, Buddy Holly, Big Bopper. Yeah. Um, Richard you can Allen's, lose a lot of people um, if you go. I'm still doing the podcast. If I go, the podcast goes <laughs> gets buried with me. That's probably true. <laughs> Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.